This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yo, easy. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us. All right, guys, so I'm sitting here, and this marks the 50th episode of the Easy Does It podcast, and today is a special one because this is an episode that is going to be the end of this era that is Easy Does It, and um, today, my girlfriend and I, Keaton Blovad, wanted to close it out together, and and, uh, she originally came up with the idea of interviewing me. Um, to close out the series and there's been a whirlwind of experiences and lessons and insights um, along this journey and uh, today I, I asked for her help in, in closing that out and recounting it and uh, so I'm really excited to, to see where this goes. Thank you Evan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to get the chance to sit across from you and interview you. And we've been talking about this for a while. And it's finally like coming to the close of this chapter for you. And I think that you deserve the space to tell your story and be interviewed and really capture what you've learned. And um, yeah, I want to I want to start from the beginning. Like I was asking you about this earlier, but where was the moment like you knew this was born I know you've been you're a plotter you're a schemer you have been thinking about this nothing's nothing just happens for you you definitely put a lot of front work into into the things that you do so I definitely want to hear about the moment that this was conceived or the time period that this whole idea came to fruition for you definitely yeah there's just there's a ton of emotions just kind of swirling through me right now but um I don't know just to think about who I was and where I was when, you know, I started to see this as an opportunity for myself, um, you know, was, was while I was still in the military. Um, and as I was looking at what I wanted to do when I got out, um, was, you know, there's a lot of variety. There was a lot of creativity. There was a lot that, I needed to give a sense of direction and to sum up where it made sense as to how I was going to do all of these things and, and dabble in all these industries. And, you know, the original plan that I came up with when I was transitioning out of the military was really just to give myself a sense of direction. And, uh, the podcast did that for me where it, it gave me something to focus on and it had a name and it got my foot in doors and, and introduced me to people. And, and, um, you know, I I had really no idea what it was going to be. I just knew it was going to act as that 
sort of mechanism um, to shake hands and to network and and to really see where um, or get a feel for where the opportunity would lie and um, you know this last 18 months or whatever it's been with the podcast has done just that um, you know I've really got a gotten a good feeling for um, you know the social landscape here in Austin um, I've seen a lot of various industries um, behind closed doors or learns learn the ins and outs of those industries that I would have had no idea you know existed um, before this thing before um, I had this thing called easy does it whatever that was you know and it's it's evolved for me it's been so many things it's taken so many shapes it's it's allowed me to 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 kind of flex as the chameleon that I act as and that wasn't easy at times you know like there is there is a lot that is said and it's spoken about often as far as like people's want and need for an identity and you know I think we're all looking for that and social media is confusing the world is confusing there's so many things that are available to us um, but to truly try to seek out and find your place it's not an easy feat right and so those that dare and a lot of people that I've crossed paths with for them to to have str- such a strong sense of identity and mission and and I'm not saying that doesn't come with questions or doubts um, but you know the artists that I cross paths with and that inspired me deeply were those people that were choosing that every day no matter what was going on in their own lives mm-hmm. um, and you know just the foundation of easy does it was a storytelling platform of that like how you found yourself outside of the norm Mm -hmm. why you chose to leave that corporate job why you chose your specific medium of art why you chose to to take a chance and be an artist or or chose your your profession that you know like was highlighted to me in some capacity Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as I got to hear people start to open up, um, then that inspired me to ask myself some hard questions and continue to, to put myself through the ringer. And really it was just like, a it was, a it was a social experiment from the beginning. Yeah. That's it's been awesome. a trip, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I guess something that I watched you do, I got the privilege of watching you do throughout the last five or six episodes, um, that you filmed was the process before the interview happened. So I guess I'm curious in hearing more about how you pick who you want to interview, what guides you, like what internal compass pulls you towards, I want to interview this person. Cause I've seen you interview someone you've known for years and I've seen you interview someone you've known for five minutes. And I, I feel there's a unique energy that pulls you towards wanting to do that and learn d- deeper into someone's story. So I guess what, what was, what did that feel like for you? Well, I've, I've been highly intuitive for a long time now, you know, like over like 10 years since like high school. That's really like my only guiding principle was my intuition as, mm-hmm. as much as you can count on that at the end of the day. But like to really trust in that, and I've been right and I've been wrong, um, 
but that that's really like what's led me to all of the individuals that I sat down with and I just I learned to appreciate that process you know like no matter how significant or important or whatever I, th- I thought the episode was like my challenge to myself was to sit and listen and and learn from mm-hmm. the beginning like that's a practice skill and so that's why I chose to do a podcast in the first place because I realized that that was a capacity in my life that I wanted more of and that was to make time and to to learn people's stories and to find common ground and mm-hmm. and this gave me the the access point to do that you know so everybody that was generous enough to take the time out of their days and and to 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 sit down with me um you know I'm extremely grateful for and like some of the conversations flowed and some of them didn't but there was like there was insights and there was there were lessons in all of them and I always walked away like challenged in some capacity or inspired in some capacity or or just like madly in love with the process in yeah. some way and like scared the shit out of me at sometimes mm-hmm. it it challenged me it made me question who I was and what I was doing and you know like there was there was all of these different phases to where you know I was just you know I don't know trying to to be there and to be consistent and put myself out there and and you know that's what really social media and the podcasts from the beginning has taught me mm-hmm. um, was how to share how to put myself out there how to care what others think less you know um, I feel like that's a hard thing to balance is putting yourself out there and like keep being vulnerable and open while maintaining that level of this is actually for you like yes this is impacting everyone around you as they can witness you doing this but it's not for someone else's judgment or for what someone else is thinking and I think that's a cool thing that you were able to capture and I'm sure it's fun to look back and like you have this archive of of journal entries essentially that are conversations with other people that you get to go back and see where you were at at certain places or see where you've grown and learned and I feel like it's a cool learning experience and yeah and that, that was kind of a thing that was you. the lesson for me from the beginning was like all right like how can I put myself out there in a genuine and an authentic way and do so consistently and like do whatever it takes to keep doing that yeah like that wasn't an easy process like mm-hmm. by no means am I a professional at this at any step of the way like I had no pr- production experience. I had no interview experience. Like, w- all I wanted to do was to to challenge myself and to to share those stories and like those that have been with me from the beginning. I think I've seen that yeah. evolution. You know, like, you know, there was there were times where you know I was on and optimistic and and passionate and inspired, and there was others where I was just like closed off and stressed and overwhelmed and and you know like still to what extent did you bring that like truthfulness and honesty like say you were stressed overwhelmed and anxious and you had a live podcast that night like to what extent were you like I need to compartmentalize this or I'm going to bring this in like balancing that honest feeling and like what's your what's your takeaways on that yeah I mean that's like it's more of an introspective side for me Mm -hmm. and that was something that like this entire journey challenged me on was like 
giving myself that time and space to reflect and be honest with where I was at instead of just an accumulation of like things I needed to do or the task at hand like I'm also good at being present and just like getting things done like that's like the military side of me yeah you know it's just <laughs> like all right jock up and like handle your business you know like like we can we can celebrate later we you know like mm -hmm. it, so for me like I wasn't always honest with where I was at personally and that led to like you know multiple phases of burnout and stress and like and you know things that you know like really really tested me um and tested you know my sense of direction but at the end of the day I would have waves of clarity and 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 times where I was just extremely grateful for for what I was asking of myself and what I was getting to experience by tr doing that trust fall or taking that leap of faith and yeah. continuing to choose that every day like you know like some days I'd be you know man this is where what's next like the where where do I take this like what mm -hmm. am I doing you know and then others I'd be halfway across the country and and meeting up with you know artists that I had interviewed and in, in bars in San Diego and watching them play or running into people in the streets you know that I would have never met if I hadn't of of you know left my my job at on it training and and chosen to build you know create my own path and and ultimately what what led me to today is that you know like trying to find my role and find who I was in this world yeah and let's I definitely want to rewind a bit and just talk about like taking that leap of faith and choosing you know what you felt was authentic in your heart and choosing to leave on it and choose and and start this thing up with with no experience like I think it's an incredible story and I want to hear it again and get you the chance to you know kind of pay homage to yourself and respect yeah like I said a second ago like my intuition and and my my physical body is like my number one guide and mm -hmm. like that comes with a lot it's a struggle <laughs> honestly yeah. and like um you know when i when i got out of the military i was so eager for a, a strong sense of community and and um you know surrounding myself with people that challenged me and inspired me and like asked the most of me personally mm -hmm. right and like that that's still the the you know that's still the type of relationship that I'm looking for and everybody that I I place around me is somebody that asks the absolute most and can see you know we can see each other in our truth um, and challenge one another and we have high expectations for one another um, because we we see each other's potential you know and and that was an initially the the type of environment that I found at at on it when I was training and and challenged myself physically. Um, I was working out a lot, but I also realized that, like how much I was running from during that transition in the military and how many skills that I hadn't really built out personally, you know, emotionally, mentally, yeah. um, intellectually, where I was just such an overly physical person. And that's ultimately what led me away from, you know, working in fitness and, and being a personal trainer was that it was, my life was just overly physical. Mm -hmm. It was just what I turned to in every capacity in my life.
Yeah. If I was stressed, I'd go for a run. If I was anxious, I'd go hit a workout. If, you know, I'd, something to temporarily, working, yeah. yeah. And so the more I, I started to kind of see that I needed to challenge myself in other ways and I had other interests and, and I was getting pulled in a direction that allowed me to have a more creative capacity. Um, ultimately, like through the, the same pattern where I was just burning out and like I was I was sick. I was just like it, it felt like every time I showed up to the gym or to train a client that I was just like walking in like waist deep sludge and like couldn't wake up and like just had so much internal resistance to it that like I knew that life was guiding me another direction like I had felt that in so many different ways in my life before and like as headstrong as I am like when it started seeping into your physical realm that's when you would really notice it yeah I mean like when I'm when I'm incredibly stressed or I'm carrying tension or I'm having like you know my spasms in my neck and (laughs) back and I'm sick and like all of these things like that's usually when I start paying attention and I know I need change but I should have implemented that change way before that and listen but like I'm just not that good at it yet your body's screaming at you and it does (laughs) and that's that's what I've learned to listen listen to so and I've, I've found that time and time again that's just like that's just my existence here is it's it's one where I feel like I'm walking a razor's edge, but I, I, I try to do my best to, to, to listen to that and continue um, exploring it. Yeah. So. so just to kind of go back to feeling like you were at this overly physical point and you wanted to, you know, give love to yourself in these other capacities and create something where you had this community and this uh, emotional, spiritual, conversational, um, outlet with the podcast. How was, how was that transition for you? Well, it felt natural from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I was really inspired by like some of the initial opportunities and conversations that I really had. Um, you know, the second episode with, uh, Oolong, Louise Angulo, um, you know, with something cool studios really inspired me as how I could start interacting with the art world. Um, and then, you know, getting to meet, um, Jason Etherly and, and work alongside him. I realized that I, I had this mechanism that could open doors and like, I could surround myself with people that I really, really looked up to, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, challenged me to, to, to see if I could fit in and and um, you know hear their stories and and share that with people that probably wouldn't have you know and so, yeah something that I've always found interesting is if you look at your background prior to getting out of the military it was definitely like a, you grew up superstar athlete playing sports wanted to I you know went, whatever <laughs> um, like went was prepping for Navy SEAL training all of that and went into the military did that and stayed and you know you were in that environment for six plus years and coming out you you're, you interview creatives and artists which is like not the stereotypical I guess uh demographic of the military so I guess what 
has it is that always something that you've like felt like looming inside of you like a part of you you want to connect more with or people you want to connect more with or what like drew you to that community um initially i guess yeah i mean like i chose that route mm-hmm. you know to 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 go to seal training and to join the military out of high school because it was what nobody expected me to do yeah you know and like at that point in my life like i hadn't really been challenged like you know i wasn't a superstar athlete but like i was good and i fit in and like i had a good amount of friends <laughs> and like ruffle your feathers you know, a little like, bit <laughs> yeah and, like i didn't really take school that seriously but mm-hmm. it wasn't hard and you know it wasn't easy but it, it, it wasn't really a challenge and i wasn't really like like i don't know yeah challenged by it in a way that really made like me tested your ask, limits yeah tested yeah. my limits so when I made that decision to go in the military, I just wanted the, the hardest challenge I could think of that I thought, you know, like what a, like everything a man could stand for, right? And like, yeah. I didn't know how wrong I was about the lessons that I was about to learn, right? And like, you know, by joining the Navy and going to SEAL training and, and ultimately my body just breaking and like, you know, not succeeding at what I set out to do, I realized that there was a, there was an emotional um and a lesson of uh, uh, of identity mm-hmm. um that I was just beginning to learn and I'd learn it many many times and I met others that were learning that and like I had the highest expectations of of the type of person that I wanted to be um but you know I think what allowed allowed me to make that transition out of the military was you know coming to terms with that phase it was six years of like searching for um you know an identity that i thought was worthy um that i could check a box and and you know ultimately doors just closing again and again and again i realized that i needed to start listening and started start paying attention to the world around me like i didn't have the answer of of who i was or or what i was going to be as much as i wanted to mm-hmm. and i learned that lesson so many ways that and really painful, painful uh, examples where I had to be brutally honest with myself and just open up and just say, all right, like when I get out of the military, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to be, you Mm -hmm. know, in the end. Um, But I want to figure it out. And I, I knew that like art and artists especially do do that. They do you know put themselves out there in that capacity every day like there are so many messages and and so many artists stand for for things that are so powerful and and unique and authentic and genuine and their their art is just the the immediate thing that they have to to point at right and Mm -hmm. like you've you've heard me express um, when people ask me if I'm an artist or not, you know, I was just going to ask you this question. Yeah. And like that, that has been a trip in itself for me where I realized that like, I used to consider myself separate then and, and, you know, just an admirer or just a storyteller. Mm -hmm. And then I started to shift towards, you know, all right. Yeah. Like these conversations and these rooms that I'm building and these events and the experience is my art and then 
you know, now I realize that like we're all artists in our own way and that's the human experience is one of expression. And yeah, and I think that 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 description you just gave where it's, you know, artists are these this it's like a state of mind where you're in tune with yourself and putting yourself out there. And like you said, there's a canvas to point something at or whether that's music or art or like in your case, like relationships and people and creating feeling, I think. And I think it's been interesting. I have also seen, you know, that separate than like, I don't know, stigma, I guess, kind of deteriorate and like watched you really kind of, realize you are an artist and you are like a creator and you are doing this you are creating this um piece of piece of art this beautiful intricate piece of art and I guess I don't know like what like what does that feel like like what does it feel like to not have that separation or not have that like when somebody asks you are you an artist like what do you say what do you where do you go it's still hard to answer yeah I feel like a lot of artists feel like that because it's such a personal experience Mm -hmm. right like I have such a profound respect for artists now um after putting myself through the things that I have um you know because I understand what it's like to to pave a path for yourself like when you are really expressing yourself authentically there is no fucking blueprint there is no faking it like you are forced to be real with yourself every day Mm -hmm. every waking hour you are questioning who you are and what your role is here and you're taking in the world around you to gather inspiration and observing things so intently and for me like there's there's just so much inspiration when i'm fully open like that um that like there's nothing harder than like being a creative and like having ideas and not having a sense of direction or not having people around you understand you know what it is you're trying to do because what you do is so authentic right so Mm -hmm. that's why i try like and this this journey has taught me that you know when i meet other artists to like not necessarily off the rip to to tell them what my impression of their work is or you know like try to relate with them in any capacity like I want to know like what motivates them what like what they're passionate about like what drives them you know and I feel like if you ask those types of questions and you you can truly understand somebody Mm -hmm. um, and appreciate their gift to this world so much more Mm -hmm. um, because we're all going through our own experience like by no means am I saying that like this path that I've chosen is so hard and like you know woe is me is like dude like I ask for this every day like this is my experience like this is why I'm here and like I signed up for this shit and like I'm gonna do it my way and you know and like I feel like that's what this entire podcast has been about is like people doing it their way Mm -hmm. and no matter you know what that was yeah um, and trying to share that just give little insights you know like just to do something productive with my time and like now that's taking me away from social media and and the podcast itself like I, n- I no longer want my identity wrapped up in any of this like mm-hmm. for me there there needs to be some separation 
Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you the same question that you said you like to ask artists yourself is what is driving you away from this right now? What drives you in this decision and to do this your way? It's been my plan from the beginning to like to utilize social media as a tool. The podcast was a tool. Everything that that I have put into play so far was premeditated in a way where I I saw the value in the tool and I wanted to use it. But for me, like when I got home, I was following a checklist of things that I wanted to accomplish here in Austin and like you know six months in I had accomplished all of them and that was the point where I realized that like I didn't have a blueprint I didn't really know what was next but I felt like I had given myself enough to stand on yeah um that it gave me a sense of direction right um so for me it was I'm gonna use social media for two to three years and from the get-go from the get and that was like whether I have somebody take it over and run it for me um, or I get off completely I knew that there was a there was a time there's a window on it um, and you know it's just it it's stopped resonating with me as much like if it's felt like from the beginning that you know like I'm, I'm trying to to take something authentic and then just put it in a little box and and that that box becomes a window to where people think they know you or they think that mm-hmm. they that you've they've got you figured out yeah or they know what who you are what you care about or what you what you want in this world or what's important to you you know and it's yeah, like almost gives them the opportunity to like make assumptions yeah or, and like yeah before i started this journey like just as evan duvall you know <laughs> like in the navy before the navy like i never got along with anybody that i could tell thought they had me figured out mm-hmm. like it, it, we just had nowhere to go you know there was gonna be resistance if you thought or you assumed that you knew what i was about Mm-hmm. Like if you thought you knew what I was about, there was a fucking problem. Like mm-hmm. I would just shut you out, you know, like, <laughs> you know, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to practice, you know, through the podcast and sitting and listening. It was like when you shake somebody's hand and you ask them what they're about, like you got to be able to listen Yeah. and you got to take that at face value. And I think that that's something I hear you say time and time again is like you are very perceptive of picking up on people's curiosity like who how people are curious what questions people ask and like I don't know I've heard you say that you like admire that trait so much and I think that that's kind of like what you're describing is just people staying curious you want people to stay curious about you and as just like you stay curious about everyone else and like kind of removing the social media aspect gives that more of a I want everybody to stay curious about everybody yeah exactly you know like I want people to genuinely give a fuck Uh you know like when I can tell that somebody's just going through the motions or like they they ask you how you're doing or they they ask you what you do for work or whatever and you they don't really give a fuck and mm. you can tell that's a certain frequency you know and like when somebody just wants to be heard or when somebody's like just like there to you know like I don't know go through the motions like I said it, yeah like it's just not an existence that I want like 
you know, like I may not always be right. I may not always be PC. I might not always <laughs> be everybody's friend, but yeah. like, that's not my role, mm-hmm. you know, like that's not the type of human being that I am. Like my place in this world is to like, like challenge people and like challenge the status quo and like go against the grain and like just disrupt the norm, you know? And like, I've, I've found that out through experimentation, through trial and error, through compromise, through everything along this journey. Um, and it's forced me to ask more of myself than I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's given me skills that I'm eternally grateful for. And I'm, I'm thankful that I've chosen this, this path. And, and I hope everybody does like, you know, like that's, that's what we talked about earlier was like, I, I, I'm not a professional. Like I didn't, you know, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not like, I didn't do production. I, I, I just put myself out there to show people that they fucking could do it too. You know, whether they were, they wanted a podcast themselves or they wanted to share more on social media. Yeah. I just wanted to show people that a normal motherfucker could open up Mm -hmm. and like, that wasn't a skill that I had yeah six years ago you know like I wasn't letting anybody in on anything Mm -hmm. six years ago and the fact that like you know now I can I can have a conversation or or write a piece of content quote-unquote or material or journal that like truly expresses how I feel that's been a practice skill yeah like that that's and I I still have years of work of how I want to refine that and how I want to share that um and I'm working on that yeah I think that what I see in in your process and you know your writing your presentation of self your interviewing or anything is like just your process you invite the doubt or the questioning like you know that that's a a part of the game and that uh sorry (laughs) i think okay what i think is unique is how you like you know that there's going to be doubt you know there's going to be resistance you know that there's going to be ebbs and flows for you and just like your hands say like there's going to be love and fear and all this stuff you do and you invite both of those things for a seat and at the table and i think that that's a cool thing that reflects in like everything that you do and you i mean even sitting down before this podcast i was telling you i'm kind of nervous i haven't done a podcast before and like your willingness to just jump in and do it and and know all of that stuff is going to come in fl- a flurry and experience that is something that I think is very unique and I want to acknowledge you for. Well, I think that's, thank you. And yeah. like, that's the human experience, mm-hmm. right? Like to think that you, you know, what's going to happen and you know, that, it, that it's going to be good. And, you know, to, to only start things that you know, you can do and, and that everybody will love like that's that's such a fraction of a human experience like i've been wrong so many fucking (laughs) times like yeah i i have ran people so far out of my life because i have failed to to see something or 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 change something about myself but that doesn't mean that i was like wrong in a sense that like i'm not still on my path right Mm -hmm. like this shit is hard like this shit life is hard for everyone and if you're choosing yourself and asking the most of yourself and you expect to grow then like experiences and people and relationships and like 
places and things are going to change, right? And like we've had the conversation many a times, like we have a tendency to, to idealize like certain phases of our life. And like I could be sitting here and like idealize the first 49 episodes of easy does it and say mm-hmm. like dude it was such a great experience and i'm so thankful that i i did that and th- there's just so much more to the story you know like for me like i'm thankful that this chapter is over like yeah. i think it served its purpose and i don't want to like overstay my welcome or like just keep doing something because i started it like it's just it's just done and, and like it's been great and it's taught me a lot um but like 50 is enough you know like on to the next like i i know how i need to express myself and like it's not on social media like if i if i bring another podcast back on or something it's not going to be you know around my name or around Mm -hmm. my identity or around a certain perceived orientation of questions or a script or anything like yeah i i want to be able to express myself in a capacity that's just as um, unpredictable as I feel. <laughs> it's very you know? on po- on brand for you. Very on, very Evan. That's good. Um, I guess walking up here, walking to the park, getting ready to do this podcast and everything you said, like I'm feeling really emotional and like you're kind of like a little, like I could tell you were in your head and I guess I kind of want to like hear about what are these emotions like what are you feeling about this chapter close like I know you're saying you you feel it's right you know it's right like but you know like what else like what do you what's coming to mind yeah I mean like there's there's just been so many lessons and and this and like for me to to close this chapter is like Uh it feels really good and I've like I've honestly been procrastinating procrastinating on that and like Uh analyzing like how I wanted to close it out and you know that just equated to to me not doing episode 50 for what three four months now you know so um I guess those emotions for me today are just like it is a mix of of gratitude and relief it's Mm -hmm. a mix of like holy shit like this this was a phase of my life that did give me purpose it did give me something to to do and to look forward to but now like I realized that like the next phase of my life is here mm-hmm. you know and I feel like there's been so many lessons learned where like I was the fucking test dummy in all of this right yeah. like from from learning how to navigate production learning how to navigate nightlife and entertainment and event planning and 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 working in those environments and and booking artists and you know like it it was just like there were so many lessons and insights as to what's missing in those types of environments mm-hmm. right and now like seeing my role like nightlife and entertainment needs more security and it needs more open-mindedness for artists to come in and express themselves as they are. Yeah. Right. And I've spoken with about this with artists. You've heard it if you listen to the podcast before, but it's just not common enough, you know. 
and I've been fucked over. There's been snakes in the grass. There's been people that, that try to take advantage of young artists. There's people that they act as the gatekeepers to, to industries and, and to, to scenes that they don't want you around. They mm -hmm. don't want new ideas because if you have new ideas, you are a threat to their existence, right? Yeah. And so that's the whole reason that we have young artists out here that are that are starving and, and directionless directionless in their endeavors because mm -hmm. everybody wants to say that they they support artists like and and save face but really there's a lot of people out here that only have dollar signs in their eyes or they're just looking to capitalize on these artists and, and not really showing them any love or appreciation. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that fuels me and fuels me to continue down this road is just trying to, to find a way and find a way to create a scene or fit in in a way that you just completely own that space of, you know, making people feel like what they're doing is seen um and appreciated um so they they continue to create mm -hmm. um because creating is is one of the hardest things you can do in this world it is it is it takes everything you got yeah it takes all of your past experiences it takes everything that you are in the present moment yeah it takes you know taking a leap of faith and, and believing in yourself to, to take another step and, or to switch things up or, or to, to continue to express yourself differently. Um, and I see it all the time, especially in the art world. Yeah. You just said it in that last little bit there. And I know you sign off all your Instagrams with own your space. And I'm curious what that really means to you. Own, own your space has evolved for me um, you know from the beginning it was just like own your immediate surroundings own your physical body mm -hmm. make sure that you answer to no one you know make sure that you you are aware of of who you are and what you are in a way to where you can stand tall and be yourself and inspire others to do the same just completely owning your space and like that doesn't involve anybody else that doesn't mean that you care what other people think that doesn't matter it doesn't matter how it's received or anything you're just owning your space that's your that's your one focus and yeah for me that's evolved into like really figuring out how I can do this from the street level um, you know I've tried to to you know put this thing in a box so many times to where people understand it or you know they'll throw money at it or yeah. you know like invest in it or whatever and like dude it's it's tough to put art into a business right like yeah. it's it and it's <laughs> it it hasn't felt genuine at any step of the way but like and I, I've been wrong at so many turns where I'm like all right yeah this is the right next step you know being business minded um, but like it, it hasn't worked and it's just, it's not going to work. And so that's why I try to shift everything towards being value focused and, and human and relationship focused first 
um, because that that does allow for growth and you know just having faith and having trust that you know everything else will work itself out um, you know I think it's a story that we've heard before and but it actually takes a lot of guts to fucking do it you know so I have respect for anybody out there that like you know puts themselves out there in a way that that they're expressing themselves genuinely and they've created a life for themselves like that's what more could you possibly want Mm -hmm. you know and to do that in a way where you're not overly invested in one aspect of your life like you're not just a workaholic you're you're physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually connected yeah i think that all those are part of you know your space in a way like totally all those components so yeah so for people to to own all those aspects of their life and do so successfully like that's 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 the one thing that i think we should all aspire to do and want and uh yeah so closing this chapter i mean this is such a big like energy time thing that's taken you know your past year and a half two years of your life and i guess where are you gonna where do you want to put that energy now like where do you want to put all of that into and grow and expand and see see this the emotion that you poured into this where do you want to do that now yeah i want to i want to invest very little time in devices yeah i want to invest the majority of my time in relationships and and creating spaces that introduce new ideas and allow people to express themselves i want to work with my friends i want to i want to challenge people face to face um i really just want to be as present as possible and i want to focus on what my art form is Mm -hmm. and that is you know being the rebel uh being the disruptor stirring the pot like that's that's my next phase yeah elaborate a little bit more on that well yeah i mean like i don't really want to open that door yeah just just like you're like the rebel essence in general i mean like i know that you like relate to that so much and i see you bring that into different aspects of your life and i guess like i'm i always think it's interesting to hear you talk about that that nature of you well i'm not quite I'm not quite ready to go there uh-huh. and I'll explain why. And, and the reason that this, this chapter is closing and the next one opening is anonymity. Yeah. You know, like me just being known for my name, not somebody's interpretation of, of a post, um, or me trying to fit my art or my experience into a box that other people interpret. However the fuck they're going to interpret it. Like, my experience is my own. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's all I want to answer to, you know. And and I I want to be there for, for those that, you know, are around me face-to-face, eye-to-eye. I don't want them to be thinking about me as they're scrolling through their phone. Yeah. You know, if they're thinking about me, they can text me. They can call me. We can hang out. Yeah. But I don't want people to assume what it is I'm doing or what I'm about from 5,000 miles away mm-hmm. and then feel like they know me enough to where they don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what social media does in a certain capacity is people make these judgments and people make these, these 
yeah, I would say judgments are they they gather these insights that are just completely baseless. Yeah. And they forget to ask how somebody is doing or what what they need or where they're at or yeah, you know, I think a phone call is fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and like I call friends, I leave voicemails and like dude, it's, I feel like it's just uh um a certain capacity of this life that's just kind of fading because people think they kn- they can check in on yeah. people's social media and no, see I what they're up to. I think that there's definitely like a juxtaposition of like the definition of community, I guess, that social media has created. Like you might, I mean, I find myself guilty of this too. Like I feel like I'm in a certain community of people that because I follow them or I've been following them for a long time like oh I have this community and I might even like affiliate myself with that or my identity when I don't know I don't really think that that is what community is at its origin or that's not the emotional or deeper connection that really you know is community is supposed to have it's traditionally had and I think that what you do and how you interact with people is kind of redefines that almost like regresses to a an older like definition or point of it where it is more like tangible and you feel something deeper and it's not just an idea or a a safety almost yeah and i mean that those that have listened to the early podcast and and know what this this platform is about was always that you know and and what i started doing was you know like my story started with social media because I was off of it, you know, and if you go back and listen to episode one, as far as like the, the insight that I had, um, was I got called back to using social media because I saw the gap as far as what people were, were sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to go there and start showing, sharing my journal entries with people that I went to high school with or was in the military with and like expressing myself and oversharing in a way that showed people that you could open up and Mm -hmm. be real. And I realized that I needed to go there to social media because that's where people's attention was. So the podcast and its foundation, and especially once I shifted towards the live experiences was catching people's attention on social media and then directing them back towards real life events and engagements in, in intimate environments to where they would come. And some of these things had five people, others yeah. had 200, you know, which I'm but sure they were each special in their own kind of, and every single one of them, people met each other and were yeah. inspired by each other. And, and that's what fueled me and motivated me to, to continue doing this thing was, I knew that people were connecting and that was the one thing that I enjoy in this life the most and just seeing people be able to do that mm-hmm. inspired me and you know at, at every step that I questioned what I was doing and and whether it was worth it or not like that that is what made it worth it and mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I value the most out of all of this is the network and and you know i've i've gotten lost along the way i've been confused along the way i've been stressed and hurt and and scared and all those things but like it's been worth it every step of the way because um of the people and the quality of the people that i've i've gotten to meet and Mm -hmm. and befriend and and that inspire me and i hope i can spend an entire lifetime you know 
um, you know, connecting with those individuals again and, and um, you know, telling them how much that those experiences and those, those insights, you know, made me the man I am today. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I guess, I mean, is there anything else closing the chapter that you want to, like, get at or talk about or reflect on? No, I mean, pretty much good. Yeah. yeah. Where can people find you now <laughs> if they want to contact Evan Duvall? Huh. Well, I'm going to be leaving my Instagram um, up as a funnel. So you can go to the link in my bio, um, to the link tree. Um, my email is on there. And anything else that I'll be doing will be on there. I just won't be actively checking it. Yeah. Um, so feel free Big to reach out. Big email guy now, huh? Big email <laughs> guy. Um, and Look for the van. Yeah, aside from that, <laughs> I feel like out. <laughs> a lot of y'all have my number. And if you don't, hit up somebody that knows me and get my number or my email and reach out. And uh, I'm always down to chat or, or uh, grab coffee or, or collaborate. And, yeah. Um, yeah, what is there anything I guess that you have to say for people that have like been with you from episode one or episode <laughs> twenty or episode whatever? Like, what do you have to say for like those people? I guess that community. Yeah, I think that's perfect place to end this. And and yeah, I just want to say thank you and and to to challenge you, you know, to to keep asking yourself you know what your role is here in this world and and if you've if you've um, been inspired or appreciated any aspect of my journey um, just to interpret it and apply it to your own and, and to to take some fucking risks take some chances you know like put yourself out there um, do things you don't know how to do and um, yeah, I just want to express that like that's that's the human experience. Mm -hmm. Like, go get that. Like, it's it's continued to amaze me the randomness at which people will express how easy does it touch them, or how it inspired them, and and it's usually much different than I I expected or or the reasons that I did it. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what makes all of this worth it. Um, and I'll, and that's what I'll continue to start putting into other uh, forms of expression and writing and art and um, events and everything is just that experience of from the beginning. I've wanted to be the guy with my shoes off with the a sense of relatability um, where you see yourself in the position that I'm in, mm -hmm. you know, that was always the environment that I was trying to create is seeing yourself in the chair that I, I sat in, seeing yourself asking your friends or, or people or your mentors or people that you respect tough questions, going places that you don't know how to go. Um, so yeah i think that's like that's our role you know as leaders and and as rebels is to shake things up and you're not always going to be right you're not always going to make everybody happy um 
but what you should be doing is trying to blaze a trail towards being your most genuine self and being authentic and and hopefully finding a place for that in this world Mm -hmm. and you will never get there unless you try and you start to refine how you do that and how you talk around that and how you express that and uh the only way to truly get there is by practicing that yeah and doing yeah i feel i feel butterflies in my tummy right now because (laughs) i don't know like it's been so i've been on the easy does it bandwagon like not for (laughs) for the back half of it for sure but um, groupie i don't know just like hearing you say that it's exactly it is you embody that it's what you do and like you hearing you verbalize it is like uh, i don't know it just like i already knew all of those things because i watch you do that every single day and i watch you inspire i'll speak for myself i've felt you inspire me with through doing this podcast through like watching you talk to people watching you relate to people watching you pave your way of this is how I'm going to do it because this feels right and I don't owe anybody an explanation for that and you're not scared to tell people like yeah this fucking sucked at times this is hard or this flows and there's going to be both and and you embrace that like full heartedly and that I don't know it's been cool to watch you be a magnet for exactly what you need when you are in that place and you are doing that and you are so truthful to yourself no matter who that's going to piss off no matter who that's going to steer out of your life or bring into your life or whatever and and it's really unique and I think it's something that you've inspired me to like tap into in myself in my way and I see other like you inspire other people like with what you were saying it's you like how easy does it like someone has told you this touched me in this way or this touched me in this way and it's going to be different for everyone else and I think that how authentic and raw you live your life some part of you is going to touch everyone like that you come encounter with just because you can feel that and there's like this aura about about that way that you live and I'm so grateful to have like witnessed the back half of this podcast and the closing and the intro to your next chapter and everything like that and I don't know I just feel grateful and I I know I can speak for other people that they feel grateful for you know you like witnessing you as well and it's it's something very special this this was never about me yeah I just hope to be a mirror that other people could see the world through um and yeah to your point like everyone deserves to express themselves that way right like like Mm -hmm. i just said like i want you to see yourself where i'm at right now i want you to hear your story i want to i want you to hear you know and see what it is you want out of this life and and go and get that you know like no matter the the chances you got to take the pain you got to put yourself through and anybody that's willing to step up and do that is a warrior Mm-hmm. You know, and and we've talked about warriorship on this podcast, but like a warrior is somebody that asks the most out of themselves and and puts themselves out there in a way to where they they have to be vulnerable, they have to be open, and that is the hardest thing you can possibly do in this world. That is the thing that has worn me out more <laughs> than I could have ever imagined is having to open my heart back up yeah. after somebody did me dirty or after you know I lost somebody or after you know I made a mistake or you know like all these things that close people off and make people cynical or they get duped or they get fucked over in a business deal or whatever and like 
and I see it generationally, man. Like I see people that are like in positions of power right now here in Austin, Texas, that are just closed off to the world and they're doing what's works. They're doing what's comfortable. Yeah. They're not challenging the status quo. They're not making sure that other people are taken care of and they're just going to ride that out as long as they fucking can. Mm-hmm. And that's human nature because everybody likes security. But I don't think that's right. So I want to continue to challenge what's right. What what type of environments can we create that allow everybody to thrive, and makes everybody feel safe, and, and allows for everybody to express their idea, ideas, you know? And, and there's so much growth and so much opportunity here in Austin that I don't think that's impossible. Yeah. There, there doesn't have to be this scarcity type mindset, especially around art, because when scarcity and art combine, it just stifles yeah, creativity. It's an infinite space. So, I yeah, I would just say, like, just find your place. Ask yourself the hard questions. Put yourself out there. And, and, and if, if anybody's not on board with that, then move along. Like, keep growing. Because, like you said, like, the people that have, have come and gone in my life you know, compared to the people that have shown up in my life. Yeah. I'm so thankful to know every single one of them. They've all touched me in unique ways, but we as human beings deserve to continue to grow in a way to where we're personally thriving instead of just people pleasing and and making people happy around us. Right. Like we'll find our fucking tribe. We'll find our posse. We'll find our gang. And, you know, by trusting that, and by having faith in that and by testing yourself earlier in life, whether you're in your, your teens or your 20s or your 30s, like that is the time to be testing yourself and questioning yourself. Or you're 85. Yourself. Yeah, or you're 85 <laughs> is, to, is to, to continue to test yourself until you have a strong sense of who you are yeah. so that you don't have to, to, to over... Um, was compensate or you know belittle others or dude there's just so many fucking bullies out there because they don't have a strong sense of self mm-hmm. you know and I've crossed paths with so many of them and they have closed fucking doors on me on legitimate opportunities that yeah. I think could have been I uh, deemed successful or whatever yeah and thank fucking god yeah thank god those aren't the people that I want to be around no time those to pivot in those exactly, moments exactly those aren't the environments that we deserve to be in no so if any doors close okay yeah fucking move along yeah find your find your place as much as it hurts yeah find your place and that's that's what I want to challenge people to do well that's awesome i guess i don't know if you don't have anything else to say like thank you so much for i feel honored to have been a part of this 50th podcast and my first podcast ever (laughs) yeah i remember i remember when you originally proposed the idea back in back Back in in van life yeah (laughs) and uh yeah it took me a little bit uh to put some things in play where I'm ready to take this step, but I'm really excited for this next phase. I'm proud of you, man. And (laughs) I'm, I'm also excited to, to continue to serve the city and, and by no means am I fucking disappearing. Like catch me in the streets. If you see me out, (laughs) if you see me in public, please like come say what's up, (laughs) come pull up a chair, 
come hang out like i i am legitimately inspired by this this city and the people and and this world every fucking day and what i'm trying to do is just you know take a step and and make some moves that put me in a, a place where i feel like i'm i'm expressing myself completely and authentically and genuinely Heck yes. and uh this 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 era has taught me how to do that so thank y'all for listening and and for giving a fuck and um yeah i hope i hope y'all y'all take one aspect of this conversation and or uh you know one lesson or insight from from all 50 of these episodes and 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 you can put it into play somehow in your life sweet well thank you very much (laughs) that's a wrap much love guys own your space (laughs) out hey guys it's miriam love here and i want to share something very special with you check out my new release all in the spanish remixes out now on electric house records and always remember be love share love all love Available now wherever you listen to music. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for The The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour.